welcome to the Powered by Mind podcast. I am your host, Joe, and my passion is the power of the mind. And no matter how old you are, where you are, who you are, or what your circumstance is, if you make the choice, you can change your thoughts to shape and create your world and your reality to be however you want it to be. So if you're ready, let's go. Today's podcast is about exploring the ways we can practice gratitude and the things you can do to help you bring the awesome side effects that this powerful practice has. So last episode, I talked about gratitude and why it was so important to me and how it can be really beneficial for us amazing human beings. We went over the fact that it gives you better overall physical health, lower stress levels, it can improve your immune function and overall well-being, how it can also help you improve your eating habits cope with depression, and deal with adversity such as loss and trauma. Now, they're just a few of the benefits of practicing gratitude. By focusing your attention on the good and the positive things in your life, you can actually create positive emotions and feelings and create an optimistic mindset. And it can help you, and it can help make you feel better. It can help you make better decisions. And ultimately, what it's going to do is help you achieve your goals. So even if you're not where you want to be yet, if you keep going, you will get there. Before I give you my three pointers on gratitude, I want to briefly discuss when it is not healthy to practice gratitude and what gratitude is not. And in the first episode, I mentioned how unrealistic it is to be positive all the time. We cannot be happy constantly. It's totally unrealistic and it's not necessary to expect to be happy all the time because we can't learn and grow if if that's the way we are, if we're in that state. Every emotion has its own time and place and therefore unrealistic positivity is not helpful. So let's be real. Life has its shares of disappointments and frustrations and life has setbacks. You may get hurt and experience losses and you will feel sadness. At times, life can be suffering and no amount of positive thinking or exercises can change that. However, you can still appreciate what you have while recognising that your life is not perfect. If you don't experience difficult times, how will you ever be truly grateful for the good ones? You wouldn't have a comparison. So, what you resist persists. And the best thing you can do is acknowledge whatever it is that's happening, including negative feelings. Give yourself space to experience these feelings in a healthy way. And what gratitude is going to do is give you the opportunity to transform the obstacles into something more positive. It's important to note that this is not a quick fix, so please don't expect to feel better immediately. While some people may experience immediate benefits, it's more of a maintenance practice. Its purpose is to train our thoughts to focus on the positive, flood it with positivity for good feelings rather than automatically seeking out negative, which is what our brain's natural tendency is and we're we're designed or wired to look for danger. But I'll expand on this in a moment. Gratitude should not be used as an excuse. So while finding the good in a bad situation can help you get through it, Feeling grateful for the good in some situations can keep us trapped with bad people. Well, I learned this firsthand with an ex-boyfriend. The relationship was an emotional roller coaster, and with constant up and downs. And despite the many red flags and the warning signs, I stayed in that relationship for far too long. I convinced myself that it was worth holding on to. 
I kept trying to look at the positive aspects of the relationship, hoping that things would get better with time. However, the more I tried to make things work, the more I realised that I was just prolonging the inevitable. And it was only when I finally mustered up the courage to walk away that I realised just how toxic the relationship truly was. Now, I learned sometimes it's better to let go of something that isn't serving you, even if it's hard to do. In retrospect, if I had ended things sooner, I would have saved myself a lot of pain and hike that came along with trying to make it work. Something else to look out for is expected gratitude. What do I mean by expected gratitude? Well, while gratitude can bring people closer together, it's important to remember that when it is expected, it can come across fake and controlling. So it's important to recognise the difference between genuine acts of kindness and acts that come with strings attached. You know, the type that's given with the expectation of receiving something in return. No one wants to feel indebtedness. This can lead to resentment and unhealthy relationships and ones that are based on, you know, transactions, which is definitely not what we want. So if you want to create healthier relationships that are based on trust and mutual respect, Pay attention to why someone is doing something for you. Are they doing it out of genuine kindness or are they doing it because they expect something in return? Be mindful of this. You can build strong connections with people around you rather than transactional exchanges. Now, I previously mentioned what I consider to be three steps in how we put our gratitude to work. So here are the three steps. Number one, identify. So that's by recognising or recalling what you're grateful for. Let's start with a simple question. What are you grateful for? Think about the things that you take for granted. It could be big, it could be small, it could be really important or not so much. Ask yourself, what would you miss the most? Maybe it's your phone, maybe it's your car or your hairdryer or your golf clubs. Or maybe it's something less materialistic like your friends and your family and your health or the ability to see and feel. It doesn't matter what it is, as long as it means something to you. Sometimes you don't realise what you have until it's gone. So, for example, if you've been through a thunderstorm and experienced a power cut, suddenly you realise you've only got 20% of battery left on your phone and there's no power and lights, and you start to worry about losing everything in the fridge. Then you wish you hadn't thrown out those candles that someone had given you. But it's okay, you have your torch on your phone. And in that moment, when you realise that you only have 20% of battery on your phone, you start to panic and really appreciate electricity. It's often not until we lose something or experience moments without it that we really start to appreciate it. So take a moment to think about what you're really grateful for and if you lost it or didn't have it, what that would be. What are you currently taking for granted? This is a really good starting point to figure out what you're grateful for. And if you're not taking anything for granted, well, well done. That's absolutely amazing. It could be just the time for you to reflect on the things that you love and appreciate the most. So rather than focusing on what we lack. And you know what, let's face it. With the exposure to things like social media, it's really easy to compare ourselves to others. And that can just lead us to thinking about things that we don't have. Our brains, like I said before, this is where I'm going to touch on our brains, our brains have a negative bias, which means they tend to seek out negativity. So while this was useful in prehistoric times to keep us safe from predators, well, mostly, and being abandoned from the pack, our family and friends, or our little pack that we had, 
Having negative thoughts causes the brain to release a stress chemical called cortisol, which can make us feel, well, quite bad. To counteract this, when you have positive thoughts, you release a chemical in the brain called serotonin, which is the natural feel-good chemical, and that can make us feel great. Now, you can see why recalling things you're grateful for and focusing on the positive aspects in your life can make you feel better because it's increasing the production of the feel-good chemical serotonin in the brain. You can think about it like your mind is a glass jar. Naturally, it gets filled up with stress and worry, so the cortisol, that's just dripping in. But by turning on the positive tap, using gratitude, you're flooding it with good emotions, the serotonin. And instead of it filling up with stress and cortisol, you're not leaving much room for those negative emotions because it's filling up with the good ones. So challenge yourself to think of new things every day. When you're practicing gratitude, try not to repeat yourself too much because it can dull the effect. See if you can think of new things and be really specific, be as specific as you can to really draw out the positive emotions. And that brings me to number two. Step two is to acknowledge gratitude. So you can do this by speaking or writing. This is about your technique or the way that you're going to do that. So really, it's about what works best for you. You may just want to start thinking in your head, you know, just noticing the things that you're grateful for. And that's a really good start. You can wake up in the morning, think of five things that you're really grateful for. And that's really cool. But when you have as many thoughts as humans do in one day, which may I add, is roughly between 12,000 and 60,000. I've heard even more than that, actually. And if you're me, you probably have like twice as much as this. Thoughts a day in your head. Your head really doesn't make the best storage bucket for these types of exercises. So to keep track of your thoughts and develop a deeper connection with them, you could try gratitude journaling. So writing it down not only makes you slow down, but activates the brain and it forms neural connections. It may sound fancy or overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. All you need is a pen and paper and write things down that you appreciate. You can start by just bullet points or just jotting down ideas as they come to you. It only takes five to ten minutes and then you're done. You can get yourself, you could get yourself a gratitude journal. There are many available and as people are recognising the benefits of gratitude, it's becoming quite popular. So if you prefer not to write things down, you could use your phone or just take voice notes. Or you could add it to your diary. Here's an idea. Grab some pre-cut slips of paper or any slip of paper and write down the things that you're grateful for. Then put them in a container and when you need a happy boost, pull out the slips and read them like a big hit of gratitude. Keeping a gratitude chart is a great practice. If you've never tried it before, consider doing it through the year. You could choose to open the jar at the end or the beginning of the year, um, either on your own or with friends and go through the contents together. It will help you reflect and remember all the good things that have happened throughout the year. Things that you may have forgotten about, you know, appreciate what you have achieved instead of focusing on what you didn't. And if you have kids, great, get them involved. You can either get them to write something down or you can do it for them if they can't write. It could be a great way to sneak in a, a little exercise for their writing if they can. And fold it up, slip it into the jar and they might be really surprised what they're grateful for. I also like this idea because you can lay the bits of paper out and take a photo of them and can you can create like a, a reminder of the past year that you can look at and reflect on. So you can just have that up on your wall. 
Now, there are other things you can try too. For instance, I have a chalkboard in my kitchen. I write things down on there that I'm grateful for and I use really, these really cool bright um, chalk pens and it makes it really stand out. So I see it every day, every morning when I go into the kitchen. And you can also record or listen to things that you're grateful for in the morning. And I've done this and I actually listen to it while I'm exercising, which is a great way to start my day. Most people have a phone and they'll have a recorder on it. So it's really easy to do. You don't need any fancy equipment. Voice note, voice recorder, listen to it. You can stack your gratitude practice onto an existing habit if you can, like a morning routine, like I do when I'm exercising. Um, that's really good because it, it gives you lots of punch. If you don't, or if you don't have a morning routine, well, that's okay, but that is something to consider because it's actually quite important. So there are many different methods of practicing gratitude, but journaling is a very popular option. And if you don't like writing, then use photos, set them as your screensaver on your computer or your phone. You just need to find whatever approach works best for you. You can do one of the things or all of the things or find something else that works for you. If you have a great practice that you find really helpful and I haven't talked about it here, please share it because we'd love to hear how you practice gratitude. And lastly, this brings me to number three, appreciate. Appreciate the things and the people that you're grateful for. Know their value and show your appreciation. So gratitude and appreciation sound very similar. They sound like the same thing, but they're really not. So to put it bluntly, gratitude is the emotion and the appreciation is the recognition or the act that you take, like saying, thank you. Expressing your gratitude to others and saying thank you and showing appreciation for their actions can really improve your relationship. So what are you waiting for? Don't be selfish, share it. Make it a habit to say thank you more often. It may seem obvious, but when was the last time you actually told your partner or someone close to you how genuinely grateful you are for them? Think back to a time when somebody showed you appreciation. Did you do something kind for them because you were expecting something in return? Or was it genuine, thoughtful action? When you did do something for somebody, remember how their appreciation made you feel. It feels really good and it inspires you to keep doing things for others. When someone shows you gratitude, it makes you feel good and you're more compelled to do more for that person because you feel that they deserve it. Knowing how good it feels to be appreciated and how you can make someone else happy by showing them you appreciate them, you can get as much out of showing the appreciation as you did when you received the act in the first place. You may have to listen to that again. Feel free to rewind. In short, by making other people happy, it can make you just as happy. Maybe someone has done something really lovely for you and you feel really appreciative. Perhaps they made your life easier in some way, like driving you around in their car or simply listening to you when you need to talk something out. Have you expressed to that person what qualities you admire about them? Have you told them how much you appreciate them and the ways they inspire you? Take the time to let them know how they made you feel when you were around them. Be genuine and express how grateful you are to have them in your life. Thank the person for whatever it is that they've done for you or what you love about them. They probably have no clue that you see them that way. When you say something really nice to someone and they don't expect it, watch their face light up as they feel appreciated. If you can't tell someone that you appreciate them, it can be uncomfortable. I know if you've never practiced gratitude before, it, it does feel a bit weird. But maybe it's somebody or maybe even it's someone you don't know very well and you're unsure how they're going to react or you have issues about expressing your thanks. 
you can definitely still do something for you. You can identify what's important to that person and you could maybe do something for them. It doesn't have to be a big gesture. Small acts of kindness count as well. So, for example, cook your mum a nice meal while she's busily running around for you all the time. Write a letter to someone you appreciate instead of sending a text or an email. You could even send a little gift or some flowers. Or say if your neighbour has looked after your house while you're away, maybe go bring their bins in for them one day just to show your gratitude. These small actions will brighten their day and yours too. Just by knowing that you've done something kind for someone else, it can help you bring joy and satisfaction. We're all human, which means we're not perfect. So unless you're the Dalai Lama, it's likely you'll need to practice gratitude often. If you haven't done it before, try doing it every day. Just like riding a bike, it's hard to learn, but you'll rarely forget. And you may not do it all the time, but when you start again, it becomes easy. So like exercising and building a new muscle, it's hard to start with, but the more you practice, the easier and quicker it will become. So soon it will become a habit and you'll feel positive emotions more quickly without having to work as hard. In the same way, regular practice and gratitude will make it easy for you to stay positive and have a grateful mindset. So that's it for today. I have covered so much on gratitude and thank you for sticking with me. Um, I hope I've conveyed just how important gratitude really is. When we practice gratitude regularly, it can generate so many positive emotions and feelings and it helps us to focus on all the good things in our lives. This creates our optimistic mindset, which in turn enables us to make better decisions. That's what it's all about and leads to more wonderful outcomes and helps us achieve our goals. So if you haven't started your own gratitude practice yet, now might be a really good time to try. And that really is it for today. If you've made it this far, I'd just like to say I'm really grateful. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please join me next time. And if you like what you hear, please share this podcast with someone you know, especially if you think it's something that they can benefit from. And if you did like my podcast, please subscribe because I'm going to make it my aim to provide you with as much helpful stuff as possible. Thank you so much for listening again. And I hope you have a really amazing day.